0: have needs and desires and seek to discover our own erotic journey, you've come to the right place. This is Seek, Discover, Create with Lexi Silver, presented by SDC. In the next hour, we're here to answer your burning questions about relationships, sexuality, and health from the leading sex experts and professionals. Now here is your host, Lexi Silver. Hi, everyone. Welcome to
1: SDC Presents Seek, Discover, Create. I'm your host, Lexi Silver. Are you a sex god or sex goddess? Do you want to find out how to become the master or mistress of your own sexual domain? If you want to discover how to have the most fulfilling orgasms and sexual experiences of your life, join us with the sex goddess and master manifesto herself, Parish Michelle Blair, executive producer of Parish Blair TV, to discover how to live your life as a sex god. You'll learn all about what being a sex god or goddess is all about and how to bring more positivity into your life by manifesting and releasing judgment. So we're going to talk to Parrish about her journey as a sex goddess and a master manifester, and we're going to find out about what her pussy can do. And I got to tell you, I saw Parrish for the first time at the Sex Down South conference in Atlanta. She taught me a lot about the true meaning of being a sex goddess. I learned a lot about what her pussy can do and you're gonna learn about that too. I have to admit, I didn't really realize the extent to which we all have an inner sex goddess. Uh, It was really, really enlightening for me and to be in the presence of Parrish when she's doing her manifestation, uh, (laughs) we'll talk a little bit about that later, but the energy coming from her was just exquisite, and I really love sex. That's one of the reasons I'm here. I'm here to share my love of sex with you and to talk about how we can all live a very fulfilling sexual life by having, you know, no judgment related to our sexuality, and Parrish is going to help us with that a little bit. So we're going to talk about that coming up very soon, but before we get started, I just want to thank our sponsor, SCC.com your and my expert source of exclusive info about sex, health, and relationships, where you'll get access to a massive international network and dating platform of over 3 million members worldwide. It's pretty intense. So don't go away. I'll be right back with our special guest, Parish Blair, after these brief messages. I'm Lexi Silver, and you're listening to SCC Seek, Discover, Create.
2: Maximize your orgasms and just let go. The Throes of Passion waterproof pleasure blanket guarantees to keep your sheets dry no matter how wet it gets from massage oils to lubes and beyond we've got your bed covered so just throw it down and get it on and get lost in your very own Throes of Passion then toss it aside and bask in the afterglow of great sex in warm dry sheets the all new Naked Fleece provides a soft and This November, 4,000 people will be on the sold-out Independence of the Seas Bliss Cruise offered by Lifestyle Cruising and Bliss. Why do these charters sell out so fast? Five separate playrooms. Dozens of meet and greets aimed at various cultural and sexual orientations. Themed dance parties every night. And all upper decks are clothing optional. Find out about the Bliss experience on the two upcoming Bliss charters in 2019. This April is the five-night Celebrity Infinity Cruise. And next November 2019 will be seven nights on the beautiful Navigator of the Seas. Couples love the electric atmosphere on our cruises. And we know that sparks will fly in your cabin. Remember, our cruises sell out fast. So be sure to call Wayne at 908-391-1977. That's 908-391-1977. Or visit lifestylecruising.com.
0: Tuned in to Seek, Discover, Create with Lexi Silver. If you have a question or comment about the show, we'd love to hear from you via email to lexi at sdc.com. That's L E X I at sdc.com. Now back to this week's discussion.
1: Welcome back, everyone. You are listening to SDC's Seek, Discover, Create, and I'm your host, Lexi Silver. My special guest today, my very special guest today, is sex goddess and master manifester, Parrish Michelle Blair, executive producer of Parrish Blair TV, and which is currently featuring behind-the-scenes footage of what happens during her sex goddess journey as she lives a master manifester lifestyle. She's currently working on the Parrish Blair Love Affair Tour and her newest project, The Diary of a Sex Goddess. Welcome, Parrish. Thank you for coming.
3: I am so happy to be here and so happy to see your
1: beautiful face. Thank
3: you for inviting me.
1: (laughs) It's my pleasure. I'm so happy to see you again. Uh, Like I mentioned before, I had met Parrish uh, for the first time at the Sex Down South conference, and it was an incredible experience. Thank you for sharing the privilege of uh, watching me uh, manifest, uh, watching you manifest. (laughs) Well, that's my pleasure and purpose. I love that. And so Parish, people come to you and we, you know, talk to you a lot about how they can be a better lover and how they can experience a more fulfilling life in general. So what exactly is a sex goddess? We know it's not just about being really good in bed, right? (laughs) (laughs)
3: Well, you know, I like to be fair to all that consider themselves a sex goddess, because if you ask each woman that considers herself that, she'll give you a different answer, I'm sure. Some women, it is the fact that they are very awake and alive in their body, and that translates to very delicious sex, and that's how they identify their as a sex goddess. For me, I identify, identify myself as a sex goddess because I connect with God in my orgasm. I use my sexual energy to manifest everything I want into my life. And so in that sense, I consider myself a sex goddess because I connect with
1: God in my sex that's uh, my god that's an amazing answer and that's really unique I find it's uh, mo- a lot of people don't really think about let's say god or a religious or, or they say having a religious experience as far as sex goes but mm-hmm. in your case it's pretty literal can you explain that a little bit to me let's let's talk a little bit I, I mean I already heard uh, a bit about your amazing story and a bit about your journey because you know we met and I, I attended your workshops and we spent some time together but let, let's, let's share with everyone if you don't mind it. tell us your story about your journey how you became a sex goddess
3: or well I I'm gonna say some things that I, I I'm so excited about this platform because I know your audience if they don't get it I don't think that it'll put them off but I'm going to reference things way back in my childhood that gave me the first indications of that in retrospect it's not that I knew initially but I remember, as early as three years old, being very, very close to my mom and being very sensitive to her emotions. But when I would feel, um, I, when I would feel something in the room like jealousy or her tension or whatever it would be, anything related to my mom, I would feel it in my pussy, and I didn't understand that. And as I got older, like maybe six or seven or eight or nine when there was discipline involved, where my mom's asking me, you know, why did I do something that was wrong and I'm about to get disciplined? I would feel this throbbing in my pussy when I was at school and it's time to turn in the papers and I realize everybody's finished and I'm not. I would feel this pressure in my pussy and I'd, I'd always think I'd have to use a bathroom. And so I, that was on my only point of reference because I was caught very young masturbating and my mom disciplined me for that. So I didn't explore or understand what all those sensations were. So I would always say I have to go use the restroom, and -hmm. teachers would get mad at me because they thought I was making it up, and my mom thought I was trying to get out of discipline when I would tell her that. But as I got older, I started realizing, you know, of course, there's all these different, you know, parts of that mechanism down there, and that it wasn't my, you know, where I had to pee. It was, you know, my clit was throbbing. And so as a little girl, I knew something was happening down there and it was related to my emotions. It wasn't related to someone stimulating me in a sexual way. And, and then as I got older, um, someone mentioned to me about a, um, a phenomenon that she experienced that no one ever talked to me about before and I'd never said a word to anyone. But she, she told me about stress orgasms and I was like, what is that? And then she's like, when you have spontaneous orgasms when you're stressed, and i would i told her that that happened to me now i told her about when i was young and i told her even in my 20s if i left the key to my office and i had to go all the way back and there was a client that's on their way and i didn't have a cell phone back then to call them and let them know i would have these like spontaneous orgasms like In the worst situations, it was like, I can't move, all I have to do is sit and wait for my pussy to stop throbbing and let this orgasm you know, ride and then end so that I can move on with whatever is happening. And it still happens to this day. And so uh, for me, when I first started realizing that all of those experiences, all those sensations meant that my body was trying to identify to me how I relate to the world through my pussy was after I had this death experience in 2010. I think I I mentioned to you, Lexi, that I went in for my well woman's visit and I thought, you know, the typical, you're going to go in, they never call you, but they say, we'll call you if there's anything unusual with your test results. And and they basically told me my blood test showed that I had no blood in my body and uh, that I needed to be rushed into the hospital for an emergency blood transfusion, maybe even two or three before having an emergency hysterectomy. And I felt like You know, I knew I was having heavy cycles and I knew I probably wasn't handling it the best. I just kept getting the better product that absorbed more blood. I didn't Mm -hmm. know how to stop it. I was a holistic practitioner, I did healing work for other people. But I believe that that was like part of why I was still alive and part of why I, you know, had the death experience. I went in for the hysterectomy after the blood transfusions and then there were complications. And after two more surgeries within days of the first surgery, I tasted death. And it was very disorienting because I was looking at my body and I never had that experience before. I was looking at myself. I was looking at my children. Even when I'm talking about it now, I see exactly what I saw. Every time I say this, I see exactly what I saw. Then my husband had a little white sheet of paper in his hand, the same hand that was holding the cell phone. And he looked like he was being emotional about something. And my kids, my little son was my youngest son picked his nose and he was trying to put it on his brothers and sisters and <laughs> they were pushing his hand away and i saw myself with a tube in my throat just laying in the bed and i remember saying how can i see myself where are my eyes and i say i was i remember myself saying but i didn't have a mouth my mouth was in the bed with me mm-hmm. and so it was just i'm struggling with words to explain this spiritual experience and as soon as i asked that question I was a part of all of these tiny particles that were vibrating. And I was like those particles, they were all white. And I was being suspended by this cool air or maybe I was the cool air. I don't know how to articulate what I was experiencing, but it was such bliss and love and peace and relaxation, I think might be the word, that I felt like I was relaxing and spreading out into a a space where there was no boundaries. And I consciously made myself like go back to the focal point of my body because I knew if I keep expanding as good as this feels I'm I'm not going to find my body again and I was very aware that I want to love my youngest son a little bit longer all my children but I felt some sense of sorrow if I couldn't love him longer Mm -hmm. and um and so I saw myself in front of my body again or I I was in front of my body and looking at my body again and then this telepathic information was given to me telling me the reason why my womb expired is because all of the inspiration that I second-guessed and I looked for validation outside of me when I received this inspiration was causing my womb to deteriorate because it was reflecting, my physical womb was reflecting to me back to myself about what I was doing spiritually with my Mm -hmm. inspiration of creation. Um, and then it, it told me that I was so busy loving and healing and taking care of everyone else's dreams and, and, and life that I wasn't doing that for myself first. And that every time inner guidance, you know that something said, Lexi, like, when you're like, something told me to do that. You yeah. know, that something said was, t- was trying to steer me in the right direction. But I would always go the opposite because yeah. it seemed like, oh, that's, that's too good to be true. Or that's not being a good mother, a good Christian, a good wife, a good businesswoman. And so all while this was being downloaded on me, I felt like that like this quickening in a body that I didn't have, but like it felt like where my solar plexus would be like I thought that that's I was I, I thought I wanted to do that. I thought that that's what I was supposed to do, but I felt like I didn't have permission. Mm-hmm. And now that I have permission, I want to get back in my body. And it felt like a like three decades of a journey to get back in my body. And when I woke up I was back in my body again. The tube was gone. My children weren't there anymore. And I tried to explain to my husband what I experienced. And he felt like, you know, well, you went through a traumatic experience and the drugs and everything. You know, he just blew it off. But later on, that inner guidance that I I made a commitment to follow started guiding me on a path that started identifying for me that sex and God are always going to be in unison for me it's always going to be harmonious and I can't separate them anymore and any judgment that's keeping me from harmonizing it that's the journey that I need to be on to release the judgment and that's where I would say I started verbally saying I'm a sex goddess but it wasn't really because of the god thing it was because of the pussy power thing I mean I always thought I was a good lover Lexi but like after that <laughs> death experience and healing after the hysterectomy I was putting it on my man and I didn't even understand and he didn't understand. It It was like, you know, you came back with these pussy powers. And so that's initially why I thought I'm a sex goddess. But then, you know, as the experience, you know, evolved, which I'm sure we're going to delve into. Mm -hmm. Then I realized it's way beyond the physical deliciousness of that title. It, It goes way deeper than that.
1: And we're going to talk all about that right after the break. So we just spoke to Parrish about her journey as a sex goddess, which was pretty intense. I mean, a near-death experience or a death experience that is, wow, it doesn't get more intense than that. And we're going to go in a lot more into detail about what Parrish's pussy can do and her amazing pussy powers. When we get back, I'm Lexi Silver, and you're listening to Seek, Discover, Create from SDC.com.
4: Welcome to the Sexy Lifestyle Quickies.
0: We are Carol and David, and with us today is Jeff Abraham from Promiscent. So Jeff, you
4: know, intimacy is key to every relationship. Can you tell us a bit how Promiscent can help enhance intimacy?
5: Well, I really think that one of the keys to intimacy is obviously both couples having a satisfactory experience. As any therapist or, you know, your will tell you, one of the chief complaints that arises in any intimate relationship is timing, i.e., does the women in the relationship or the woman in the relationship finish? As we've discussed on many occasions during podcasts other things we've done in the past, there is something called the arousal or orgasm gap, whereas the average man takes about five minutes to achieve climax and the average woman 18. So indeed, I think that is probably one of the reasons why a product like Promescent is very appropriate to satisfactory intimacy.
4: fantastic jeff thanks so much well that was a great quickie jeff thanks so much for being here why don't you tell everyone how they can find promescent
5: the best way to find promescent in its is www.promescent promescent www.promescent.com you can buy it directly there it'll direct you to the retail locations that have it there's a map you put in your zip code and there's also physicians and other people that carry it as well www.promessage.com
4: Thanks so much Jeff We are Carol and David from the Sexy Lifestyle Quickies
0: You are tuned in to Seek, Discover, Create with Lexi Silver If you have a question or comment about the show we'd love to hear from you via email to lexi at sdc.com That's L-E-X-I at sdc.com Now back to this week's discussion
1: Welcome back, everyone. I'm Lexi Silver listening to SDC's Seek, Discover, Create. With me today is my guest, Parish Blair, sex goddess, master manifestor, and EP of Parish Blair TV. So Parish just talked to us about her journey as a sex goddess. Uh, we're going to talk about those amazing pussy powers she was just starting to reveal a little bit about, and we really need to know a lot more about that. Parish, please take it away. Let's let's hear about what you were talking about before the break about how you discovered these amazing pussy powers that you. Ha- th- please, yeah, I, I see. You smile, <laughs> like, I want to hear all about it, please. Tell okay, us.
3: all right. So after I uh, recuperated from the this emergency hysterectomy that gave me this beautiful experience where I tasted death. Um, I started following the inner guidance that I never followed before that I always second guessed. And initially it was the inner guidance saying, stop and get your Starbucks now instead of later, or go to that gas station and get gas instead of the next one. And so, and then, or wear this dress instead of the other dress or those little things and I thought, well, they're not very significant. Why am I being guided? But I follow it because back then I have this fear, fearful superstition that if I don't follow my inner guidance and start loving myself first and act on every inspired uh, feeling that I got to create, that maybe I could die you know, again because that's how I got back to my body when I made the commitment to this telepathic intelligence that I'll, whatever I have to do to get back to my body... And it was just those three things, loving myself first, following inspiration, and my inner guidance. And so um, uh, I started following that. And what initially started happening is I would think about somebody that I hadn't thought about for years, and I, then I couldn't find their number to call them. But my inner guidance would say, stop and get your gas here. And then I would stop and get my gas there, and then maybe when I'd walk into the next store, or even maybe while I was walking out of that store, I would run into the person that I was just thinking about. But I would realize, wait a minute, if I didn't stop to get my gas and go back in and tell them that the pump wasn't working and then do that, I wouldn't have seen that person. And then I would... Wear a certain color, and someone would tell me, I was looking for a woman who was dressed in green and you know, tall, and I asked the universe to find, you know, to bring her to me so I could manifest some amazing things. And they were telling me, I, I thought she was going to be an old lady in a, in a green dress, and I never thought she'd be a tall brown woman that was, you know my age. and and so then I realized again, this is something that told me to wear the dress. I didn't want to wear a green dress. I was going to wear blue jeans and a tank top, you know, and I would try to tell my husband I was married to at the time, but he just kind of blew it off. And then maybe your viewers, or maybe you might uh, remember this movie called Adjustment Bureau with Matt Damon in it. Yeah. We went to go see that movie. And while I was in the movie theater, I could not, I was like, I talked about in the previous conversation about how when i'm in in alignment with this this spiritual guidance and everything's in the flow or when i'm out of alignment with it how i start getting this pulsating in my pussy and while we were in the movies i was just like oh my god i feel like i'm gonna have an orgasm this is so exciting this is what i'm experiencing like maybe not exactly the way the movie played it out where these you know these angelic representations of uh, beings would, you know, take off their hat and, you know, look at the book when he'd get out of order and try to reroute his life so that he met his destiny, but I realized it is coordinated, and that ki- that movie came out almost exactly after I started stopped healing, or I was finished healing, and I was moving about my life and following the center guidance, so I knew that wasn't a coincidence. Like, out of all the movies, we saw Adjustment Bureau, and it was about something similar, so I just started seeing everything as a sign, and then I realized the world is not going to fall apart and your world your life is still going to be delicious it's just that you keep getting rerouted you know like it's like ah oh, you know they didn't follow under guidance i told them to stop there or i told them to say something to the waitress and they didn't do that and and so i just realized there was all this synchronicity in my life and i started reading books about synchronicity because i knew that that was a thing and and i started reading them and I realized they're all saying the same stuff. basically, when something tells you to do some shit do it. <laughs> you know So I just stopped reading and stopped, started practicing. And then one of the things that started guiding me to do when I was making love to my husband, especially when I was on top, was start breathing this relaxed breathing method and then it would tell me to and when I say it, I'm referring to that something said voice inside of me right. would tell me to think of colors different colors at different times and visualize, you know, whatever it was he was stressed about, whether it was his health or our finances, visualize everything being okay. And and I wasn't noticing initially that that was working. You know, I was blaming it on, you know, oh, wow, well, I'm glad his boss finally did this or, oh, he took that medication and his stomach got better. But I wasn't realizing that I'm connected to him and things were changing in his life when he was inside of me and I would see our lives changing. And then one time, the inner guidance told me to think of the spectrum of the rainbow, every, every color. And then I felt like I was floating on a cloud until I fell off of my husband and hit my head on the bed. And I realized he pushed me off of him. And he was like, what are you doing with your pussy? And I never told him that I was doing this because he was kind of a meat and potato guy. I'm like the fairy, a part of the relationship. So I knew he wasn't going to get it. And I didn't want to, you know, kind of deflate my enthusiasm by talking to somebody who doesn't get it. But when he felt it, I was just like over the moon. I was like, you could feel that? I was like, I, you, I, it, was, it was telling me to do these things. And he just looked terrified. And he was like, I believe in Jesus Christ. I don't want any part of this. I just want to fuck you like we normally fuck. Don't do that mm-hmm. stuff to me. And I was like, but it's healing your stomach. And it helped you with your knees. He goes, I don't believe in that. I don't want you doing that with our sex. So, it so then help. I respected him. And then after we had, we had a great sex together, hours of sex together usually. And then after we would have that sex, the inner guidance would tell me, don't do that while I was with him anymore. But it told me to start masturbating. And doing some of the same things but different. It told me to go get my vision board that was in my home office in the living room by the kitchen and bring it into the bedroom and put it by our television. And it would tell me to watch Everybody Loves Raymond and Seinfeld and It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia and all these funny programs that would make me crack up like I would normally watch. But the weird thing is it would tell me to masturbate. So for hours and hours of sitcoms late at night, after I've had hours and hours of sex already, I would be masturbating, thinking about what's on my vision board. It would tell me, look at the television show and laugh, and then look at my vision board. And then after all the shows went off, it would tell me to turn to the channel where Tony Robbins you know, inspirational, motivational um, commercials would be on, and it would tell me to masturbate to Anthony Robbins. It was very strange. And so he would wake up and think, I'm fantasizing about a man or something. And I told him, no, it's my journal. Look at what, and he wouldn't believe me. And so eventually he gave me an ultimatum to stop doing this and go back to the wife that he knew or, you know, he wants to leave. And
1: Oh, we lost you for a sec there. Yeah,
3: I'm sorry about that. And so after making the decision that I've got to follow this inner guidance. This is a life and death thing for me. I've never experienced this kind of joy and bliss and excitement and adventure ever in my life just by following that something said, no matter what it said. And then he left me. And so after that divorce and and mourning that relationship, which honestly didn't last for very long because I was kind of, I was sad that he didn't want to be a part of it with me, but somewhere in my mind, I kept thinking if I just keep doing this, everything's going to turn off the way I want. And then he's going to believe me and we're going to get back together. Well, that never happened, but it gave me the freedom to do that without judgment, without self doubt that he was putting in me that maybe this is something dark. And, and, and then I started documenting the results. And then shortly after that, in 2015 the same inner guidance started telling me to talk to people about it through social media, which I didn't even know what really social media was. I was very hesitant because I didn't understand it. I thought it was for kids. And um, and then when I started sharing it, amazing things started
1: happening and that's where my love affair journey kind of launched. So for you, a huge part of how you became a master manifester was by, like you said so eloquently before, loving yourself first, which is obviously the most Mm -hmm. important. We're going to talk about that in a little bit. Um, Inspiration Mm -hmm. and listening to your inner guidance. That is absolutely important. We don't do enough of that. How can we get in touch with our inner guidance? How can we turn into ourselves and listen to what we're actually uh, to to actually act upon what we're feeling rather than what we're thinking so it's it, yeah. it's really a big difference because a lot of us are very intellectual or we we think a lot and it's 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 really different to tap into a feeling or, or an intuition that that to me is something so unique about you and so unique about what it is that you do that it really, um, it, you you make us want to identify with that part of ourselves that we don't really, it's not often heard.
3: And, you know, I want everyone to know that, you know, I am a woo-woo, you know, W-O-O, W-O-O, technical <laughs> people out there, woo-woo person. I love to hug trees. I love to, you know, do all that you know, hippie stuff that you relate to with a, a, a woo-woo person being, but what I'm hoping to develop in my conversation with you, um, Lexi, is like a, 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 a playing field that everybody, a technical person, a, a, um, a scientific thinker can relate to. You don't have to be a sex goddess to master following your inner guidance and that's very important to me that everybody gets that so that they don't exclude themselves from this conversation.
1: I love that. So Paris just shared some amazing secrets about manifestation or how to be you know, how she, you know, became a master manifestor on her own and the power of that. We're gonna talk a lot more about that and how you can become the master of your own domain when we come back. I'm Lexi Silver, and you're listening to Seek, Discover, Create from SDC.com. Speaking of, are you curious to learn about relationships, sex and health, or looking for new ways to spice up your sex life? Whether you're just starting your erotic journey, or you've already chosen your path to self-discovery, SDC is with you every step of the way. At com, you'll have unlimited access to videos, podcasts, and articles from sex and relationship experts like Dr. Jess, Sonny Megatron, Dr. Nancy, Charlie and Arianne Williams, and Carolyn David, who are all excited to guide, inform, and entertain you. Check out SCC.com for everything you need to discover your own erotic tribe. Connect with them in our forums, communities, and social networks, and create opportunities to explore more at SCC events, parties, and travel destinations. Join over 3 million of our members worldwide to seek, discover, and create with us today at SCC.com. And if you really need an exotic getaway, join us this December to get up close and personal with over 300 seductive couples on SDC's queue and cruise. Over seven nights, indulge in the alluring ports of call and soak in the five-star rooms and service of our SDC staff, all devoted to creating the adventure you deserve. Explore the party hub of Miami, sunny Key West, the spicy Caribbean flavor of Havana, Cuba, and the stunning white sands of the Bahamas in Nassau and the private island of Coco Cay. Enjoy SCC's world-renowned onboard entertainment with multiple DJs to seduce you during sexy theme nights, foam parties, erotic live shows, and within the ship's huge playroom. That's going to be fun. Join us from December 4th to 11th for this enticing Caribbean cruise. Book your rooms now at scc.com. <laughs>
0: you are tuned in to Seek, Discover, Create with Lexi Silver. If you have a question or comment about the show, we'd love to hear from you via email to lexi at sdc.com. That's L-E-X-I at sdc.com. Now back to this week's discussion.
1: Welcome back everyone. I'm Lexi Silver and you're listening to Seek Discover Create. With me today again is my guest Parish Blair, sex goddess, master manifester and executive producer of Parish Blair TV. So before the break we were talking about how Parish has had her experiences with manifesting and how she came to explore the powers that her pussy possesses. So Parish, can you tell us a little bit about, um, you know, when when you were at, for example, the Sex Down South conference, and you were manifesting for us, you were talking about how you, when you're actually manifesting, what are you thinking about? How are you making, um, how are you exploring that connection with God? Like you said before. Okay. So, um, well, I
3: want to put this in the framework, um, for the people who aren't a woo-woo person and don't see their self <laughs> as a sex goddess. I love And that you maybe, say that. you know, they maybe don't even want to integrate sexuality with their spiritual journey or if they're agnostic and maybe they don't see their self on a spiritual journey, you should still listen to this. Because if yes. you if you enjoy sex, it's still a process. Just, you know, unplug the word that I'm using as God and and find your own terminology for it because it's a something. I'm just naming it that. And when I say I connect with God in my orgasm. It's not this big masculine energy in the sky that's judging me when I'm a good woman and you know, taking things away from me when I've been bad. Um, I see God as the most highest frequency of love energy that dwells within myself. And I can tap into it at any time, depending on how I'm willing to elevate my own idea of love for the person that I'm uh, engaging with in every scene of my life. And first of all, including myself. So when I demonstrated at sex down South, Um, what my pussy can do during my uh, workshop, look at what my pussy can do. It's really showing people, this is what my pussy can do. (laughs) It can manifest whatever it is that I want. The way I start off is following that inner guidance that something said, and we all have it. Where something tells you to do something, and it's almost even contrary at times to what you would naturally do in your own mind or with your own thoughts. So I follow that because I know, okay, it's prodding me to go in a direction that I'm kind of going off of. You know, that's why it seems like it's contrary. And if something tells me it's time for you to manifest a a different leg of your tour in the Mediterranean, and I'm thinking, well, how's that going to happen? I already kind of have a full schedule, and that means a bigger budget, and this and that. I, those are all the thoughts that I'm thinking. But all there are are thoughts. The world is still revolving. Everything's happening the way it's always happening. There's just something going on in my mind. But what happens in my mind, the thoughts create things. Everything comes from a thought. The necklace that I'm wearing was a thought first. The mic that we're using was a thought first. Everything was a thought first. So I start realizing that thought is that the inspiration that I got is what I want to follow. But the thoughts don't match that. So the very first step in manifesting for me is synergizing my thoughts with the inspiration, the inner guidance that I'm getting. And so I start with the breath work. And that breath work, it it illuminates my thoughts. It, It seeks to find where is that thought dwelling in my body? Where am I holding on to the emotions that don't match having the thing that I'm being inspired to have? I want to be in the Mediterranean, but I'm thinking about how things are right now. But we all know things change. They never stay the same. But initially, we start calculating things based on the way things are. And so I start breathing in the now moment and saying, what if I had it right now? If doubt, worry, confusion, anything comes up that doesn't relate to that, I breathe and relax in my body and try to find where is it? Is it in my chest that I'm feeling worry? Is it in my stomach? Is it in my back? Is it in my shoulders? And then I send love and light as I'm breathing in and out, Mm -hmm. breathing in love. I'm sending it to the spaces where I'm holding on to those emotions attached to the thoughts that don't serve my purpose. And then I release them with gratitude that they're alarms to let me know before that inspiration came, I didn't know I was holding on to worry and doubt and fear. So it's actually elevating me. I don't look at those things as, oh, those are negative things. Release them. They're not serving you. I look at them as alarms that need to be turned off because they serve their purpose to let me know where I need more self-love. And then Mm -hmm. as I'm breathing and I get in my body about it and out of my head, then I'm like, okay, I'm feeling better about it. The doubt's quieting. I'm feeling much better. So let me move into my body. What would it feel like to smell, to taste, to relax, to to feel, to hear, to see in my my mind's eye having that thing right now in the moment, not in the future? Like, you know how the movie The Secret and books that talk about the law of attraction, they tell you, go feel the fabric, go look through the houses, you know, go, go take a look at things in the real life that you're living that match what you want to have in the future. I'm not saying that. I'm saying something different. I'm saying stay in the space that you are. If it's, if, you're, if it's in your office chair in front of your computer looking at porn, if it's in your bed relaxed, you know, with candles lit and, you know, your favorite vibrator, I'm saying get yourself or with your lover. But I always encourage start with masturbation first because then you can focus on this practice without the, the uh, distraction of pleasing your lover. Yes. You're just focusing on this, this spiritual or, or spiritual whatever you want to consider practice. Um, I, I practice feeling, what if I was masturbating right now and I was already in the Mediterranean? And at times, if I still feel more doubt, more worry come up when I say that, then I think, what if I was masturbating right now and I just got home from the Mediterranean? So I'm not even thinking about doing it anymore. It's already done. What if I was thinking, you know, what if I was in this moment right now, it was already done, and I was just reflecting on what a great trip I had and the people that I met and the delicious sex that I had or whatever it is that I want to make believe in my mind. And I practice synergizing the now moment with what I want and what I've been inspired to create. And then in the orgasm, I'm just saying an expression of gratitude. And so when we really rewind back to what I'm, I'm really talking about, it's going back to our me- manifesting mechanism that we always always have had as children it's our manifesting mechanism in its infancy stage when we talk about our imagination i never taught any of my kids to imagine my mother never taught me lexi did your parents sit you down yeah. and say we're ready to teach you how to imagine no it came naturally we, it's just part of right. it. right yeah i believe that's because it is our natural manifesting mechanism in its infancy stage. But we're taught as we get older that that's just for play. Mm -hmm. But I don't know about you. I want to fucking play all day. I want to get paid to play. (laughs) I want to feel like everything is play. I want my work to be play. And so I'm going back and revisiting those areas in my childhood that you know meant something to me back then, but the outside world gave me feedback to move on, leave that part mm-hmm. up behind and move on to bigger, greater things. But I've actually manifested the, the biggest, greatest things in my life by revisiting all the things that I knew intuitively
1: when I was a child. That is really intense. So for you, it, when you're manifesting, you're imagining that you've, let's say something that you really, really, really want and that you had mentioned this before, you were even, when you were manifesting, when we were at uh, the conference, mm-hmm. You were taking things that other people in the room with mm-hmm. us wanted or were feeling, and you were you were working your way through that while you were manifesting. You were speaking out loud. You weren't just imagining it. But you were also speaking it out, which I, I think is also a very powerful thing. Um, and that's really unique, the, the idea that you can imagine things. you can you can bring love and light, like you said, into a thought and expel out any of that negative energy that is preventing you from achieving that. I, I think that's really in, that's that's really intense. So I, I have a question for you though. And I think a lot of other people have this question too. When when you do achieve something that you have been thinking about, something that you really, really desire and you've manifested, um, you know, you've masturbated, you've you've thought about it, um, you've put a lot of positive thought and and love and light into it. How do you know when you you do finally achieve it that it was because you manifested it? And it's not just luck or coincidence, like like we said, for those non-woo-woo people, which I love that you said that. But how how do you know? How can you distinguish between them? Do well, you bother? No, it doesn't even matter if. Well, I don't. I want you to understand
3: that it doesn't end in the orgasm. It's a lifestyle. That manifesting lifestyle means practicing it every day. When you're in traffic, you know, for a few seconds. What if I was in traffic right now and I already went to the Mediterranean? How would I allow myself to travel to the next destination? What if I was in Walmart and they won't open any other lines and I'm frustrated that the lines are all <laughs> the way you know down the aisles? How would I allow myself to stand in line if I was already in the you know literally it's a lifestyle so you've practice so much you know when that lover that you've been practicing being with shows up because it feels like what you've been imagining, what you've been practicing. And so nobody can take that away from you. I really don't know how to explain what that feels like for each individual person because of only course. you know what it feels like when your body connects with your mind and your body and your with your thoughts.
5: That's
1: such a good point. And I think that that's really important. It's whatever you make of the experience. But the important thing here, I think, and a great takeaway is connecting with yourself, connecting with your inner self and listening to your inner guidance and feeling that positive love and light Enter you in whichever way that you know obviously there are so many different ways that we can feel positivity in our lives but to really internalize that and to really expel that negativity not just in your sex life but in every single area of your life that is such practical advice and it's something that we should all be doing a lot more of we're going to be talking a little bit more about how we can get over ourselves and create a positive experience and positive relationship with our inner selves and Parish is going to help guide us with that. We're going to listen to her guidance, not our inner guidance in this case, but her guidance first before we can explore how to listen to our own inner guidance. I'm Lexi Silver. You're listening to Seek, Discover, Create from stc.com. Are you curious to learn more about relationships, health, and sex, because that's what we're doing right now, or if you're looking for new ways to spice up your sex life, if you're just starting your erotic journey, or if you've already chosen your path to self-discovery, SCC is with you every step of the way. At scc.com, you'll have unlimited access to videos, podcasts like this one, and articles from sex and relationship experts like, from like Dr. Jess, Sonny Megatron, Dr. Nancy, Charlie and Arianne Williams, and Carolyn and David, who are all excited to guide, inform, and entertain you. Check out scc.com for everything you need to discover your own erotic tribe. Connect with them in our forums, communities, and social networks, and create opportunities to explore more at SEC Events parties, and travel destinations. Join over 3 million of our members worldwide to seek, discover, and create with us today at SCC.com. Need an exotic getaway? This December, get up close and personal with over 300 sexy couples on SCC's Cuban cruise. Over seven amazing nights, indulge in the alluring ports of call and soak in the five-star rooms and service of our SCC staff, all devoted to creating the adventure you deserve. Explore the party hub of Miami, sunny Key West, the spicy Caribbean flavor of Havana, Cuba, and the stunning white sands of the Bahamas in Nassau and the private island of Coco Cay. Enjoy SDC's world-renowned onboard entertainment with multiple DJs to seduce you during sexy theme nights, foam parties, erotic live shows, and within the ship's huge playroom. Join us from December 4 to 11 for this enticing Caribbean cruise. Book your rooms now at SDC.com.
0: You are tuned in to Seek, Discover, Create with Lexi Silver. If you have a question or comment about the show, we'd love to hear from you via email to lexi at sdc.com. That's L-E-X-I at sdc.com. Now back to this week's discussion. Welcome back,
1: everyone. I'm Lexi Silver You're listening to Seek, Discover, Create from SDC. My host, uh, my host, I'm the host, my amazing guest, Parrish Blair, who's making me forget who I am right now because she's so amazing, uh, was just talking to us a lot about um, manifestation, how she's such an amazing sex goddess, how she came to become one. And we're going to talk to her right now about how, you know, she harmonizes sexuality, sensuality, and spirituality, parish that sounds really like a lot to, to, to kind of wrap your your mind around but how can we how can you explain that to let's say the layman i would say first of all when it comes to your sexuality stop thinking other people's thoughts
3: about the things you think about sex start you know taking a, going down a list the things that you judge about your sexuality or things that you you won't allow yourself to explore in your sexuality start understanding is that my own thought or is that my mom's thought? Is that my thought or is that Mm. my church's thought? And whatever you decide is your own thought, if it ends up being, well, actually it's in alignment with what I've been conditioned or or trained to think about that. That's great. But I think it's great to audit your own thoughts and your own feelings about your sexuality because we're all made of sex. That's how we got here. I'm sex, you're sex, you know? And so that's why I believe God is in my orgasm. It's not a religious or spiritual belief practice. It's just, If I came from sex and the orgasm is how it happens, then the orgasm for me is the closest possible proximity that I can get to this God energy that made me, this love energy that made me. High frequency, dynamic, healing, creative energy is sexuality and love for me. And so what I I try to explain for people so they can understand, I go by the something said feeling, but I also engage with this, intelligence that's connected to sexuality and love for me. I use a form of kinesiology to help me know is this a good is this the best thing for me or not. And I've learned to trust it. So it's a process. It's been a process for me, but it's a great way to start if you're familiar with muscle testing where you can hold your arm out and maybe a chiropractor or a practitioner will push your arm down And if it's strong, that means that's an affirmative answer. If you can't hold it up, that means it's weak. And sometimes they use it for sensitivity to food. They'll have you hold corn or different things to determine what's best for you. I do it more discreetly. So I can do it at a dinner table without asking the waiter to push my arm down. I (laughs) use my finger as as an extension. And I put my middle finger, my index finger goes out. My middle finger goes on top and I put pressure on it. If I can't push that down, that's a yes for me. If I can't hold it up, that's a no. And if, they, if your audience wants to know more about it, I want to share with you where you can find me to understand a lot of what I've said in a very short period of time better so that you can incorporate it into your life. But these are all the things that I put into practice so that I wouldn't fall back to my own habits that were, or my old habits that were asking my husband, what does he think? My mom, what does she think? Mm-hmm. Going back and seeing if religion is okay with it. And I got confident and strong and, and standing in my own truth about who I am, even if it is a little bit funky for everybody else. It's, it's great for me because I get I got to be alive again and, and live the me that I want to be with the quirks and all un- unapologetically. And I think that that's the first step in harmonizing sensuality, sexuality, and spirituality because most people see, okay. You know, I'm ready to take it up the butt. I hope you know, I don't know where they think this God in the sky goes when that happens, you know, when they think, you know, oh, I'm sucking a dick, you know, or I'm watching porn. Does the God or the man in the sky that you see as a as your and I'm not making fun of anybody's spiritual beliefs, but it's a real question. Where do the angels go? Do they all go and shut the door and not look at you? Mm-hmm. Or are they or are they looking? You know, asking those kind of questions takes you outside of that space that you used to live in where everything is compartmentalized. Mm -hmm. And then you realize, well, obviously, you know, there's nothing written that says what God does when you're having sex or any of that. So even if you do see God as that masculine energy or however you see God, hopefully you'll start seeing God as a part of your sexual pleasure and a part of your sensuality so that you don't have that self-judgment anymore. I think that's really important if you want to ascend in your sex goddess or sex
1: God nature. Oh, wow. I really like that. And the listening to your own thoughts versus other people's thoughts, I think that it's so difficult for us to do that because we, and again, you're talking about self-judgment, but there's also the, 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 the concept of judgment from other people. And that's where those other thoughts come in. You know, what does your mom think? What does your husband think? I, all, all of these things, you know, like you said, what does your church think? Um, it, what does society think in general? It, it's very, very hard to come to terms with you, with your thoughts, and how those are the most important, and how you know, and and that's a big part of the show. And what we're trying to do here is really teach people to listen to yourself and what feels good for you. Maybe not. Maybe it's not good for everyone. That's okay. But if it feels good for you, it feels right for you. That's all that's really important. And I think a big part of what you're saying is to tap into that uh, inner guidance. Exactly. Yeah. And to to ignore all of that other stuff.
3: Yeah. And and tap into your own voice because the inner guidance is guiding you to what you want. You know, so be clear about what you want so your inner guidance can guide you there. And that's what my Diary of a Sex Goddess project that's about to launch and and, and on a in a big way in 2019 uh, right now I'm kind of sharing it through social media platforms like uh, Instagram and Facebook, but it's really my true um, journey as a sex goddess behind the scenes. What is it like to get laid? <laughs> you know, what is it like to be a mom? What is it like to be a business What happens when I'm rejected? What happens when, mm-hmm. so you get to see my real life journey, as a sex goddess and it's not just you know me looking sexy you know talking about sex it's me living the journey and you seeing yourself in it even if you don't consider yourself a woo-woo person a spiritual person <laughs> whatever it is um, this I think that this diary people looking inside of this diary is going to expand them in a big way just the fact that someone's letting you look in their diary we're kind of trained like oh, that's a big thing if you look in someone's diary and the yeah. fact that I'm, I'm inviting you to do it and what you'll find is gonna be amazing
1: I love that, and I must admit, and you probably already know because of all the stuff I already like on your Instagram feeds, your multiple Instagram feeds. I love it. Um, Thank you so much for following, Lexi. Of course, how could I not? And 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 you know what? What Parrish is saying is is so true. You're really giving us a feel for all the different aspects behind being a sex goddess. It's not just one thing. It's not just technique. It's not just it's it, it's a uh, um, how should I say this? A lifestyle. That's yes. Mean. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Exactly.
3: If you okay, so I've got Parish Blair TV. You can find me on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Uh, You know, everywhere. If you Google Parish Blair TV, you can join me on all those platforms. I have my Parish Blair Love Affair Tour on Facebook and Instagram. Uh, The Diary of a Sex Goddess is on both of those platforms. And uh, and YouTube, I think, is a great way for you to kind of see my journey where I started. I was very transparent, and you'll see how it's evolved from 2014 until now. And, um, and then if you want to book sessions or connect with me in, more, uh, in a more personal way about how I can help guide you in this process, you can always email me at parishblairsessions at gmail.com, parishblairsessions at gmail.com.
1: I'm gonna stalk the hell out of you. I'm not like I haven't already <laughs> been, and I know you don't mind. Um, but definitely, definitely, thank you so much for being here. I really appreciate it. I love reconnecting with you. We're gonna do. We're gonna have more chats uh, outside of this uh, this session over here. But I I'm really looking forward to it. it. Thank you so much. Thank you, Lexi. So everyone tune in next week at 8 p.m. EST on Thursday uh, for my next show. I'm going to be joined by my guest jet setting, Jasmine and King Noir, who Parish also knows. Um, and we're going to be exploring their journey into and what they're doing to revolutionize the porn industry. And don't forget, you can learn more about sex, health, and relationships as you seek yourself, discover together, and create moments at sdc.com. Thanks for joining me, Lexi Silver, on SDC Seek, Discover, Create. Until next time, stay intellectual people. Bye.
0: We appreciate you joining us on Seek, Discover, Create, presented by sdc.com. Please join your host, Lexi Silver, on another erotic journey next Thursday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time and 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Sexy Lifestyle Network. Until then, may you enjoy exploring your sexuality.
4: Welcome to the Sexy Lifestyle Quickies.
0: We are Carol and David, and with us today is Jeff Abraham from Promescent. So Jeff, how important is it to have open communication with your partner about premature ejaculation and not just find excuses to cover up issues?
5: I'll start by saying that I believe open, honest communication is a fundamental building block in any relationship, not just man, woman, or even sexually speaking, father, son, mother, daughter, friendship, is this, this anything. But the reason it's even more important with something like premature ejaculation is because if you're not lasting long enough to satisfy your partner, and it's unspoken. It will it will literally create some resentment resentment on the female partner's part because she's not receiving the satisfaction, and it will create a sense of shame or anxiety on the male partner, which will only exacerbate the condition.
0: And certainly talking about it and then finding the solution, like a product like Promiscent that can make love last longer, uh, if you didn't talk about it, you might not even know there was something out there that could help you.
4: Well, that was another great quickie. Thanks so much for being here. How can people find Promescent?
5: I always tell people that the best way to find Promescent is to go to www.promescent.com. That's P-R-O-M-E-S-C-E-N-T. Because if you want to buy it at a retail store, you plug in your zip code. We have a whole network of independent pharmacies and like Target and stuff like that. It'll tell you the closest one to you.
4: Thanks so much, Jeff. We are Carol and David from the Sexy Lifestyle Quickies.
0: Also available on Amazon and SheVibe.